0: say, and Andrew do a holiday special, and welcome to another episode of Attack of Opportunity. Today, we are under a blankets, not together, separate, in two different houses, because, you know, that's weird. Maybe someday. <laughs> and, we're do- <laughs> and we're doing a holiday special. <laughs> All right, roll the music.
1: So, Jose. In the spirit of uh in the spirit of the holiday season, what would be a what would be a good small gift for DMs and a good small gift for players? And when I mean small, I mean probably around the 20 five dollar
0: area. That's an excellent question, Andrew. Thank you for asking it. Yes. I know I work I, I, I work at cool stuff, Inc. So I see a lot of product coming in and out. Mm. Um, I don't <laughs> You're no. in the darkness So let me educate okay. Uh So I mean for, there's, there's a lot of stuff you can buy for under $20 Believe it or not Which is actually a problem Because you can get addicted really quickly mm. But if you want to give your DM A nice under, under Or 20, around $20 Gift oh. um, If you guys play On tabletop Physically I would recommend you guys buy one of those dungeon master kits. One of my players gifted me this and it's like the best thing. I've used it. Even though we don't play tabletop anymore, a few times I've brought it over because we played like one-offs or whatever. And it brings everything you need to to DM. It brings a set of dice, it brings a nice physical, uh, dry, dry erase board um that folds and it doesn't have like the curve and all that crap. Um Oof. With a grid on it, um, it brings even like a nice little um, uh, uh, magic spell template, which is like a transparent, circular thing with like measurements for like a cone, a square, or a cube, a uh, cylinder, and all that stuff. So it's pretty cool. It's all inclusive. It brings markers, uh, dice, die sets, and a, um, what's it called? A dice tray. That is, I think, I think that's around like twenty five dollars. Oh, it really just
1: kind of fills in the gaps,
0: yeah, yeah, it's very helpful, and your d m will use it constantly, so it's a good <laughs> gift here's here's actually something
1: that's like I'm not even kidding if if you if you do play on tabletop, if you do have the privilege of playing on tabletop, get your d m some stationery, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, that's right. No. you asked me that one time to buy you pencils, yeah, like 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 like. I'm I'm being completely serious get them like post-it notes get them get them like the bookmarkers that kind of stuff because that's legitimately helpful
0: yeah <laughs> yeah even uh, those uh, those uh, note cards where you you know what you study with I forgot what they're called I haven't I haven't been to college ever because they can oh, fold right. it and, and you can do like you know initiative count and all that stuff
1: yeah or even or even like like a small pocket calculator just little things like that you, know, you can get,
0: you can actually create a really nice uh, care package with all you, that crap.
1: Yeah, yeah, you mm. really can. I mean, I mean, you can cobble together like if you want to do like a like a basket style thing, you can cobble together like a bunch of little stuff. You know, like you know, a a, a pack of pencils, Ticonderoga number two. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like pencil, well, you know, pencil sharpeners, you know, that that kind of stuff. Like that, that would actually be incredibly helpful for a
0: DM. To be fair, all that stuff is great, but uh post-it notes are expensive as heck. Have hey, you ever yeah. tried I've, have you ever gone and tried to buy post-it notes? Like a tiny little pack for like for bookmarking, not even for like the big ones. It's like almost ten dollars.
1: Oh yeah, no, no, the bookmark post-it notes, yeah, those are expensive. And I think the one thing I'm really worried about, the bookmarks in particular, is that those things are like bulletproof once you put them on. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: so, so you're like, I better commit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because the the Wizards of the Coast books are so their paper is so thin. It's like magazine paper.
1: Yeah, I I, I have I have bookmarked my Monster Manual and my Curse of Strahd book. I'm like, well, that's gonna be like that till
0: forever. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh. Uh, the monster manual reminds me another good gift if you're shallow and you don't want to put anything together and you just want to buy something that's already made and give it to your DM uh, you can get them the monster manual um, cards, the monster cards from Whiskits have you ever seen those, Andrew? no,
1: hold on, whoa, this is blowing my mind hold on
0: (laughs) you didn't know about this? no, explain this to me, please okay, so it's like, you know the spell cards, right?
1: (laughs) the ones that are never in stock because they sell out so quickly.
0: Did I have each one of each? Yes, that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just, just laugh from me from your ivory tower. <laughs> <laughs> it's, exactly, it's exactly like that, but with monsters. On one side, it has an image of the monster, and on the other side, it has all the stats. There's a that stat is... block. Why? <laughs> it's I'm great they, heard about this <laughs> they have dude i have them i thought you saw them they have oh. they, they have the monsters from uh, the monster manual that they have they just released uh, well not just released but recently they released the um volos ones and i think if i'm not mistaken no i know i'm confusing it with Xanathar uh spell cards but yeah so you can get the monster manual and then you can get the volos stuff and they're nice i think the most expensive one is like 25 dollars and it's Ooh. like a big, it's big chunk, dude. It's like a nice hefty box of just bunch of cards, which is great. And I've used these because you just take them out. You haven't prepared behind the screen and whenever they show up, you can show the artwork to your, uh, to your, to your players. And in oh, the back you have, have be- all the stats. You don't have to be that pulling out the book and flipping through pages.
1: It actually makes me wonder why we're only just now implementing cards like that.
0: You know, what's funny about that thought? is when I was running Storm Against Thunder, I was making my own magic item cards. Like I will like go on Photoshop, pull the artwork from somewhere, scan the book, whatever it was, put it on one side and like try to align it and do all this bullshit. Go to like Office Depot and print them out on like really nice paper so I can cut them out, fold them, to glue them together and like have them for my players. And then like the next week, WizKids announced that they were releasing the magic, the the spell, the magic item cards. Well, oh, you know, that's that's one thing, but It's also
1: like what you did was like you needed those, those cards like right now. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Not,
1: not not when it was convenient for WizKids to do it. So, like, you know, Mm -hmm. so, you know, you put, you put the work in and that's great.
0: So, based on your reaction, I say the monster, the monster cards from WizKids are an actual hot, uh, hot item to give your DM because they are so freaking useful. If on the other hand, you play on Roll20, get a, a subscription you know pay for like i think i think they had gift cards i'm not sure but or, or like offer to pay for like a couple months of subscription 20 20 dollars worth it's like four months and you get all the cool dynamic stuff and the whatever the hell you guys use and it's all there you know cause, well, and, and also and
1: also don't forget on roll 20 you can gift book so true. so you know if you're if your dm is like homebrewing an adventure or something and you need like more to kind um you can you can like <laughs> gift them, you, you can gift them that book through Roll20. That way it, it's all right there they don't have to painstakingly put in the stats or anything like that, if you know what I
0: mean. And I think, I think, I think recently, nobody's picking up on your hands, man. Give it yeah. up. <laughs> and I think recently, a couple of weeks ago or so, they actually, uh, I keep saying a couple of weeks, man, this year has gone by so fast. Um, like what? halfway.
1: Yeah. What a year this week has been. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty
0: much, but like uh, halfway through the year, they announced that they were lowering all the prices for the core books on Roll Twenty. So they're all like twenty five bucks right now, what? and they're gonna and they're gonna stay that way for a long time. Uh, the basic ones, I don't think Volos is, you know. I, but I don't I, imagine they would be. I think Monster Monster, um, the Monster Manual, the the Player's Handbook, and the Dungeon Master are all twenty five dollars each. Heck yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a nice gift for um for your DM or if you guys use any other service like D&D Beyond or Fantasy Grounds or anything like that, you can always find like um token packs or artwork or um what's it called? subscriptions, especially for D&D Beyond. Um Okay.
1: So I'm looking into it. The the thing you were talking about the uh for Roll 20 and it's called the D&D DM Starter Bundle. Mm-hmm. It's all three books for 80 bucks. Wow. Yeah, which keep in mind, usually these books go for about fifty a pop. So that's actually yeah. that's actually really good.
0: Yeah, for sure. Which I mean, I mean, well, but this is for the DM though. So to be fair, DM should have those books already. So it might be like a hard sell. Them.
1: It's one. It's one of the things. that's like it, they like me personally. I have the books already, but it's like I have to buy them again.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. So this is a time when you come in and like, hey, look, I got you a cool gift. How about some inspiration? you know <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> damn it <laughs> uh, yeah those are some of the ones that are the top of my head uh, for sure that are really nice um, for, for around that, that price range um, as for players though uh, for players at around $25 and I didn't do this because my players actually got their own dice by themselves But oh, hold on real quick
1: I'm sorry. I just I'm I'm, I'm on the roll twenty market right now. I'm really sorry for interrupting you here.
0: I'm really well. I can't work under these conditions. Oh Jesus!
1: I don't know, no. But they actually they have all three monster books. You know, monster manual, volo, and morticanans, mm-hmm. um, and and a bundle as well for seventy seven dollars.
0: Nobody's gonna get you these, man. Don't even stop, please. <laughs> <laughs> you say twenty dollars, okay? Not around seventy-seven dollars. You should have done your uh, research before you made this. Uh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, are you done begging for gifts? Oh, <laughs> I'll shut up now. <laughs> Too bad. Let's talk about the players—the ones that matter. Ugh, there's a there's a whole bunch of stuff you can get for players. I mean, like I was saying before, I got I was rudely interrupted by Andrew. Is <laughs> I'm I could, of my stuff that will be edited out. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> you won't be in this, in this episode. Damn it. damn it! the gift for players, <laughs> a good one is always dice because everybody mm-hmm. loves dice. You can get like really nice sets for under $20. Um, especially if you have a campaign and you have like, you see that you can find really awesome dice for each one of your players and based on their characters and their race and their, um their race and their uh, class. You can get some really cool dyes that are dedicated to them. So if somebody's playing a necromancer, so you can go with like a greenish black purple type thing. Uh, if you're playing like a like a dwarf, you can do some runic dies, something along those lines. You know, that's that's kind of like the the most basic gift you can you can think of for a player. Do you have do you have any others? Because I I'm trying to think, but.
1: I would say just off the top of my head, going along with your dice idea would also probably be like a dice case. Mm. Um, didn't even think about that. You know, because I have <laughs> because because most dice for anyone that's familiar, most dice come in those like cheap plastic cubes that yep. will eventually fall apart so if you if you can get them like a durable like 15 20 dollar dice case like it doesn't have to be a big fancy it can just be honestly just a wood box with velvet inside like that's that, that's super useful and it's also it doubles as a dice box yeah um, another big one I was thinking of was the spell cards you know if oh the spell cards yeah yeah if, if you have a character that like, I mean, if you have a player that like favors like clerics or something like that, get them like the divine cards or, you know, if you have if you have someone that really likes to play a wizard, get them the arcane cards, you know? Yeah,
0: no, for sure. That's actually a really good point. It's like the inverse, you know, from the monster cards, you get in the spell cards. Huh, didn't even Cause, think about that.
1: Because spells are hard to keep track of.
0: Yes. <laughs> or if, if your player already has the cards and they're using it, um you can always get him one of those um collectible card books where the people used to put in their like magic cards and stuff like that. Oh uh, yeah,
1: yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking
0: about. Yeah, they're they're the same size, so you can just put your magic cards in there, spell cards in there, and then you can keep track of them even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a nice little touch. Um get him a play, get him a player's handbook because they never bring their own.
1: I mean that would actually if 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 it's something <laughs> If it's something where it's like, "Hey, this guy has been in our table, you know, a couple of times, but he still doesn't have his own proper player's handbook." Yeah, get him a player's handbook. You know, kind of. You know, it's not so much like a uh, like, "Hey, stop bumming off these other players," but you know, you're seeing someone with genuine interest.
0: Right. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say.
1: So you know, you're kind of giving them that you know that little bit of incentive. You know.
0: Yes. Yes. Also, something that's fun for both uh DMs and players. It's get him a freaking Dungeons and Dragons shirt. Andrew yeah. got me a Dungeons and Dragons shirt. Like it's like a vintage. I think it's the um, the artwork from the Bucks. not the 4E Redbox, the original. I don't um, think. I don't think it is. Is it? It looks like it. Anyways, the point is, everywhere I go, people compliment that shirt, and I wear it every single. Well, no, I lied. I can't say every single time, but I wear it almost every single time we have a session. Because it's my Dungeons and Dragons shirt. It's
1: also because good D and D accessories like that are kind of
0: hard to come by. <laughs> Dude, you have no idea. I've there was this really cool floral shirt that I wanted to, so I can take it to work. It's like a Hawaiian shirt. It's red and white with flowers, but in between the flowers and all that, it's a bunch of roll, to, uh, a bunch of uh, D twenties. Oh. With like the D and D logo, the actual Dungeons and Dragons logo.
1: I still, I still can't find the black metal beholder shirt, and that makes me super sad. <laughs> Where it was like, it was like the word beholder and the artwork for a beholder, but done in like that black metal corpse paint style. On, <laughs> just come
0: on. Damn, that sounds brutal.
1: It's awesome, <laughs> and it, it's it's right up my alley because I, I like both of those things. You like metal? Oh, uh, just a little bit. I've been I, I I've been known to uh it's been a couple of metal tracks in my day.
0: Just <laughs> just a couple, yeah, okay. Um <laughs> another thing you can do if you're an alcoholic like Andrew, you can gift uh your friends um the little bags where the royal royal whiskey comes in. Or Crown Royal? Crown Royal, that's what I was looking for. Because 'Cause I'm pretty sure Andrew has like twenty five of them. It's like one for each player, you're saying. Wait. I mean, really, if
1: if you honestly think about it, what, and, a, a, small, a small bottle of Crown Royal
0: is like 20 bucks. And no Andrew, Andrew, huh? Andrew, Andrew, this is actually not an episode. This is an intervention. <laughs> We're here, we love you. <laughs> God damn it, not a kid. <laughs> we we want to see you happy, but we don't want you to be dependent upon a upon alcohol. You promised me, Jose. You promised me <laughs> what happened. <laughs> I tried to keep my promise, but you didn't keep yours. This is a long gone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. Actually, they're not that expensive either. If, if if they're of age, they're not that expensive. If they're of age, buy them a bottle or her a bottle. And they'll enjoy it. They'll probably share it with you. So that's always a plus. And they'll keep the bag, which is, let's be honest, the whole reason why we buy the bottle.
1: I mean, it's it's it's. You know, it's okay whiskey, but the bag is actually really good.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, so we talk about a lot about gifts, about Dungeon rangers, right? We have, we talked, we went over a couple for the Dungeon Master. We went over a couple for the, the current players. Let me ask you this, Andrew, because I dealt with this a little bit recently. If you have that one person in your life who's like, always oh, kind of interested in Dungeons and Dragons, but his thing is too nerdy or maybe they want to try because everybody else is talking about it and now it's the cool thing to do um, and you want to like push them without being too pushy. Like, you know, hey, come to our session, enjoy whatever. Like, what would be a good gift to surprise them with to give them that extra step for them to actually dive into the world and financial distrust of buy. Oh,
1: First of all, if you have someone that's vaguely interested in D&D, the first thing you gotta you got to ask them is, how long have you been playing D- D&D for? If it's anything post 3.5, just shut them out of your life completely. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> so. Damn. Uh, so... <laughs> Have to be like a <laughs> we can't let the normies in.
0: <laughs> I didn't start till 5th edition.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway.
0: You no, you no longer hear my voice.
1: <laughs> hey, welcome to the Andrew cast. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, no, no, seriously. So you have that one friend who, um, who... You know, maybe you work with them or whatnot or or you work with her and and they've never been to a Dungeons and Dragons game or never been invited to one or what have you. But they're interested in the stories. They like they like to hear the stories or something like that. You don't want to plop them right in the middle of a campaign because that's a bad idea. That's a real sink or swim scenario and they could have a bad experience and that could be it for them. So. I, I was thinking for um for someone who's probably never really played a game before, you can get them the starter set, which has a bunch of pre-generated characters, um, and a and a really good adventure for new and experienced DMs alike.
0: It's actually a really good adventure.
1: Yes, it is. <laughs> um yeah. reading through it. It's 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 a very good classic adventure with classic enemies and you know, uh it's 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 a pretty good um I guess like a sampler of what dmd could be
0: um yeah it also does a really good job at like uh, as you read they tell you how to become a dm they tell you like it read mention this kind of things it really teaches you how to become a dm which is great
1: and also and on the other side of the screen the uh character sheets are really good at explaining what does what this does, how leveling up works and stuff like that. So so it's it's a very cohesive, concise way to get new people into the game. Um but if you have that someone who maybe maybe they're a little shy around people or they you know they might have social anxiety or something like that. The essentials kit has rules for uh single player um so where it's a one-on-one dm and a player and then they have uh what's it like it's like companion
0: rules or something like that? yeah like the that? companion rules yep the sidekick oh, yeah. rules
1: yes there we go so that way that way they can they can you, you give them the unique experience of them playing Dungeons and Dragons, but then they also get to be the main character of that story, which is something that I guess that's like a stigma everybody has. Like everyone's the main character of their story in Dungeons and Dragons, but you actually get to be in the main character of your story, and it's like it's like a very it's a very unique experience and one I wish I knew, <laughs> uh, or one one I wish I had years ago. But say you have that friend who heard about Dungeons and Dragons through media. You have um have the red box uh kit from Stranger Things, which Stranger Things is did, did a pretty good part in kicking out the popularity of D&D. Um oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um but then you also have the Rick and Morty adventure, which if you have a friend who likes Rick and Morty, which is probably not too terribly uncommon at all, you can be like, "Hey, you know, we're playing this game with Rick and Morty. Hey, you know, it's like it's like a Rick and Morty adventure thing." And you know, there's these characters are all again pre-generated. All all these things come with pre-generated characters. Um, but it also has very much like the Rick and Morty like sense of humor and stuff like that. So it's kind of it's a really good way to break the ice. With, sure. with, the, with the tabletop aspect of it. Got to get him hooked,
0: man. So, <laughs> the first taste is always free. <laughs> first taste of suburb's always free. Yeah, you know. Um I think I think those are excellent places to start for sure.
1: It's one of those things like when you're under a certain age, you can really lean into their imagination and stuff like yeah. that. Um yep. What's it? Like like I said, the, the the starters kit. It's a very classic adventure, you know. It's it's you and some of your friends going up against some monsters that are evil, but like stupid and stuff
0: like that. It's a, it's it's the classic goblins. I think that the the hardest monster that appears is a green dragon. A, oh. I'm sorry, a young green dragon.
1: Right. And yeah. and even then, that's because the name of the game is Dungeons and
0: Dragons. Right. So there has to be a dragon in there somewhere
1: in a dungeon yeah. <laughs> so and goblins fucking goblins yeah oh yeah no goblins orcs you know, all the staples of you know a classic adventure um pretty much to wrap up this question in a neat little bow uh-huh, um yeah. pretty, much, pretty much any of like the kits anything i could have pre-generated characters and a, and like its own set of dice
0: yep for sure um there's always excellent places to start um but the best gift you can give somebody is a gift of your friendship. You can always invite them to your table if you're starting a new game or if you're doing a one-off and it just so happens that there's an extra open space. You know? Always ask your DM though. Yes, I I
1: I would be I would be hesitant to invite a new player to an already existing campaign. Yeah, unless, No, no, no. Unless yeah, it's something none... like, like you're like only in like the second session. <laughs> Or yeah like
0: even even then like it's they missed the whole session zero and like building your characters and who's who and all that stuff especially for a new player it's a little bit overwhelming to do all that by session by the second session or something like that i was saying just more like a one-off like it just okay. it's an open spot it's just you know the oh the christmas the christmas um the christmas session that we we've been waiting for and it's just a one shot mm. yeah
1: you know just just a quick little adventure just and and that way you know that way they can get they can kind of get a bit of a feel for um for how it's played but also you get a little bit more leeway for being a bit more um railroady i guess because of Uh one shot um yeah it's definitely it's one of those things that, that you you might just have to make you know just make some time for them just be like hey you know what you know we're playing like this wednesday but you know i'm free this weekend you know we can meet up i can bring some other people in best way to do it is always have one new person into the fold at a time <laughs> uh, <laughs> because because if everybody's new <laughs> there's going to be a lot of confusion <laughs> yep just my advice (laughs) kind kind of got an awful a little off subject
0: there but (laughs) terrible terrible advice
1: jose i'm going to introduce you to your nightmare scenario you ready for this okay okay so it's it's december early december maybe even late november okay okay your friends are your friends are excited Mm -hmm. christmas is right around the corner uh and and naturally you want to do a christmas like one shot or a small Christmas adventure. Okay. And and they're excited. And and you're on Discord or you're on Roll 20 or something like that after your latest session and you're looking up Christmas adventures. And one of your friends, you hear him say, you know, off to the side, man, I can't wait to see what Christmas adventure he comes up with.
0: <laughs> I can't wait to disappoint.
1: <laughs> Well, you can't disappoint them. This is going to be the
0: greatest gift you give them. No. Can I buy them things for under 20 bucks? <laughs> okay. So they want me to make. I want, they want me to come up with it by myself. They don't want something that somebody else made.
1: They want, they want a custom-made adventure. Lovingly, uh, craft, lovingly crafted by you, and you have two weeks to come up with one. Two weeks? Two weeks. Who am I, Matt Mercer? <laughs> so okay. You, you have two okay. weeks to come up with it and, and, and here's your biggest challenge. You can only use the published books.
0: <sighs> okay. <laughs> That's fine. That actually will kind of help me. All right. Okay. Okay, so you know that I'm terrible at homebrewing stuff. Not terrible as in, like, I'm just bad at it, as in, like, I just don't have time. So, like, I come out with, like, Randomize ideas and then just no we don't never. Have to get
1: to, we don't have to get into the nitty gritty of it we don't have to talk about like map design or anything like that just right what, what would be like your basic like skeleton like your three part act for <laughs> okay <this event.
0: laughs> so, so here's here's what I what I'm thinking right I I think I will take it into the right in, in, in and I will just oh, I will just reference pop culture you know and I will like grab a movie and m- try to build something based on a christmas movie that everybody loves and one of the most classic underrated christmas movies out there is jingle all the way which if you don't remember is yeah, I'm gonna, that bigger one. yeah with uh turbo man and all he wants to do is find turbo man right it was just like this amazing toy that his kid wants and he doesn't he 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 didn't pre-order it or whatever so it's obviously all sold out during christmas time i will base this and only because i already have the maps of this of this i will base it on Waterdeep. and it is it is and i will try to like if anything like make it so like the party is the family right so that'll be kind of like one of the points and a little Little Billy wants Turbo Man. And he thinks that one of the boxes under the tree is Turbo Man. And he's so excited. You cannot disappoint this kid. Oh, if, I, I see. So it's like a countdown kind of thing. Yeah. So you have, I think that movie was like, like the day before Christmas or something like that. And everybody's going crazy trying to find his toy. And I think in the movie, he went to a bunch of different places and try to do a bunch of different things to get this toy. Obviously he first went to the toy, the toy shop, right? So maybe I'll make like a tiny little toy shop and perhaps they talk to the guy, the guy is like almost borderline borderline insane. And he just laughs. So so, so it's it's Zoblob. Uh, Zoblob, the purple shop, yes, exactly that. And every time he asks for Turbo Man, they bring out, he brings out a purple, a purple Turbo Man. It's an actual uh, Turbo Man, but it's completely purple inside purple. and out.
1: And it's so it's ruined.
0: <laughs> painted purple inside and out, and it doesn't work. <laughs> but he wants full price for it. Yeah. Because it's the hottest item, right? Um, the next time the next thing he goes to I think he goes to like another another shop, and then he has they do like this like raffle thing with like some balls and numbers. So maybe that could be like a cool mini-game I can develop, right? Um, but then Right before the 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 number gets called out or or the mini game ends, all hell breaks loose and the ball goes rolling all over, over the place and perhaps some dexterity checks, fighting other clients trying to like win this ball or something like that and the ball just disappears.
1: Right, I can see I can see combat Ooh. happening over a toy yeah exactly like like just <laughs> sad part about it is that's not a
0: fantasy element <laughs> it's not just look at black friday <laughs> so like it's all it's all about like getting this and like so you have you need the ball with the right number to get the toy from this shop right and they only have one toy and just like a group of like 30 40 people trying to get this toy like the whole mission is trying to get this toy it's easy uh, you, just,
1: you, you just go to black Sabbath tower find a diviner. <laughs> At, at at they, point, you'd be sinking so much money in for this toy.
0: <laughs> exactly. At, at, at what point? At what point? Um, at what point do you do you like think, you know, like the toy is for is like one gold piece, whatever, right? Yeah. But then the divination magic is like two hundred gold pieces. <laughs> 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 it's a sucker like, palsy. Like at this point, I better, I better get that fucking toy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like maybe um, you know, then they hear through. oh Man, there's not radios in in the Forgotten Realms, is it? Oh, maybe Wait. they see. A, maybe they see like a, like a poster on the walls where like a contest. Like if you know the names of all of Tiamat's heads, uh, you you know you you win. You win a Turbo Man.
1: You know, I I, I would imagine they probably have like the magical version of a town crier or or something like that.
0: Right. Right. Like, because if you don't remember the movie, he was trying, he was listening to the radio and the radio, like, if you know the names of all nine uh, reindeers, you know, call us, call the radio station and you'll get a turbo man. Right. They go crazy and they, they rush, they fight each other or whatever to try to like. Answer the phone, but they break the phone, and then so maybe something along those lines. But instead of like the nine reindeers, it can be like, you know, the 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 name of the heads of Tiamat or something like that. I don't know something I can. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Tiamat's uh, heads have separate names. I don't know. That's the thing. I'm the so but, so maybe they so maybe so maybe they do have a name. You know, they may may not be canon, but they have to find out somehow. You know. Maybe maybe all it takes is an intelligence check. And one of the players do it, and they know it. Um, and then they make it, they go down to, you know, the the tower where the contest is being held uh, because nobody knows all the names because there's not that many adventures that actually, like, have dealt with this. So they get there, you know, we have the answer. And then at the tower, the spoiler alert, at the tower, the guy's like, oh, great. But we don't have the toy here. I I, it's it's just a coupon for when they get restocked next year. So (laughs) (laughs) kind of a letdown. Um, And then as throughout this whole thing, I'm thinking of like, you know, like random things like Christmas stuff that's happening around the city. Uh, There's snow, obviously, so the roads are slippery. There's a lot of people shopping, going left and right, like a lot of traffic. And of course, there is a freaking. parade because in the movie it it ends with a parade and maybe uh uh, a a piece at npc grabs one of the pcs and like hey you know thinking that he's turbo man like kind of like in the movie and they give him like a special magic item that allows them to do whatever turbo man in this situation does um and then you know we can play out the whole movie scenario where the bad guy comes out and the bad guy thinks that you guys are just playing along but in reality uh or maybe actually maybe if we if we rewind all the way back, there's probably like there could be like like a competing PC that's also been trying to get uh, the Turbo Man. Kind of like, like in the movie.
1: True. Yeah, you gotta have a rival sort yeah, of. Yeah,
0: like the rival dad,
1: you know? He's always like one step ahead of you. Yeah, like, oh, yeah,
0: exactly. And then in this time, you're a Turbo Man in the parade and everybody's cheering on because they're turbo man, but then he's the I forgot the name of the bad guy with the with a brain. You know, and then you have to fight it out and whatever. And then you win the toy and then you give it to your son, to little Timmy, and then he's happily ever after. And that concludes the the one-off. Because Tuberman is the best Christmas movie ever made. And I wanted a Tuberman when I was a little kid and my dad never got it for me. Me Jingle all the way. The best Christmas movie ever, I'm right? sorry, jingle, jingle all the way. Damn it, I messed up, i yeah. joke. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. But I think that's what I do because I don't have time to be coming out with like, random stuff and doing research on like yule uh culture and religions and all that stuff i'm just gonna base it off a movie i've seen
1: <laughs> oh, by the way turbo man's enemy is the, the the mentor. the what i'm sorry The mentor oh
0: nice there you go
1: yeah anyways um so what do you think a, that's actually a lot more than you, you should give yourself more credit. That's actually a pretty good idea. Mm-hmm. Having ha- having <laughs> having the party be the family is a really good mm-hmm. like <laughs> like 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 the dad's got to be like a paladin or a cleric mm-hmm. or something. some something with like a dad bod. Maybe even a barbarian. Because <laughs> he can get really pissed off if he doesn't get like Turbo Man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so I mean, like I I. I'm 100 down with this, <laughs> so I know what we're playing next year. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta rewatch Superman now.
0: <laughs> I mean, sure. jiggle all the way, dang it!
1: <laughs> oh god, I dug myself to a corner. Now I actually have to make this
0: adventure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just gave it. I just well, I guess I can no, because well, see, here's the thing: if I make it clear that it's actually based on a movie, and I think our group will do this, but I think our group will actually role playing. They know like where where things oh, are man. leading, but I don't think they wouldn't like. You know, they will break it. Just to have well, fun, you know. I, I well, think. Well see the thing
1: the thing about it is is that like the real trick to it is take something that the players are familiar with and then just kind of turn it just a little bit. Just a little bit yeah. <laughs> yeah, just 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 skew it just slightly. That's the real trick of it. And, oh man. And I and I will agree, if there's any any time to be super blatant about ripping off like source material, it would be Christmas, you know. Oh yeah, because everyone's familiar with you know Christmas stories and stuff like
0: that, and that's the whole reason why you're playing a Christmas adventure, you know. Yeah, of like a, a oh Christmas- oh it's maybe a- maybe the con- maybe the contest with the heads the the name of the heads of the time Matt, it's it's uh, it's Volo's he's the one who giving the content away the contest away just because he doesn't know the name so he wants it for his book ah there, there you, you go. go there you go and
1: the and the parade can I have like a... <laughs> mache a t m at and stuff like that and <laughs> yeah really
0: and someone and a and a someone in somewhere because he's 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 tempted to summon somebody who knows, but he's scared that he's gonna get killed you have to you you have
1: to have you can't have it be turbo man. it has to be something like it's what what's like a superhero and like dritz man <laughs> dritzman, yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. Dritz the word, <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> oh man. Uh it's, so down. It's the kung fu grip dad. <laughs> uh oh man, maybe I should write this down sometime. <laughs> yeah, definitely shot that I would love to play that. <laughs>
1: just like just like running around water deep and, and there's a random encounter, like I ain't got time for this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get my kid the turbo man <laughs> or the dreads oh, oh shit, it's tax day. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's out on the street we can't get in
1: oh my god that would be the perfect reason why you can't get across town and then and oh then, dude and then he had to like go underground and then he gotta deal with fucking wear rats and oh god. <laughs> the things I do for this
0: kid. <laughs> the the, sen- the senator is like hoarding all the turro that could be it.
1: He has
0: all of the. He has all the Turbo Men. <laughs> and like you wanna, you, you kind of wanna like risk it, but you're like, you know, I'm a, I will say like this is like a low level, like mid mid tier, like level five or so. But like I mean, it's it's Sanethar, like it's gonna kick your ass.
1: <laughs> it's like, but it's like, maybe he has like a stash of them because he knows they're gonna be, uh, what's it? What's what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, high demand. High demand. Sun. Yeah. So he's sell him for like
0: 20 times the price <laughs> oh that could be bro that could be that could be the scene from, you've seen Turbo Man right? Uh, a long time ago do you remember the scene when he like meets Santa and then they're like yeah I can get you a Turbo Man and they take him to this like warehouse and it's just a bunch of like people dressed like Santa and elves but it's like a really like a really shady uh, Chinese knockoff version of Turbo Man I, and just,
1: then I just had an amazing idea <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no no finish finish
0: your thought. finish your thought, well, like do you remember that scene? Mm. and it, they're 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 just doing like knockoff games, like and knock uh, knockoff toys. And it's just a bunch of like sweaty men dressed like Santa, and they just start fighting each other. And then the police comes in, and then Arnold is just kind of like in the middle of everything, and he just grabs like a fake police badge and he's like, "I'm detective, whatever. You remember that oh, scene? Yeah. Yes, yeah. That <laughs> scene is the Sanathar <laughs> guilt. Well, what, what what I was thinking, what
1: I was thinking is that you know, you know how you have those guys on the street corners doing the Salvation Army thing with the bells. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Those like like the Santas that are ringing the bells, those can be the Harpers. <laughs> oh like, man! And they're like they're undercover as like Santas. <laughs>
0: Bro, Mert Mert is Santa. <sighs> Oh my god. Yes. He, has, he has the body and stop I think recording. he already stop, I, recording I, I, <laughs> stop recording. He already he already freaking looks like Santa. Stop the podcast. <laughs> oh man. Oh, god. God. oh dude. <laughs> I can't forget my idea which <laughs> We actually developed this into a website. Jingle all the way, five <laughs> even <this. laughs> uh, Oh my god, that was oh. awesome! <laughs> oh man, um, why don't we work together more often?
1: <laughs> oh, never mind. My idea sounds like crap by comparison.
0: <laughs> Wait, no, tell me. You gotta tell me your idea. Okay, it's probably so shit. It's, it's probably shit, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, compared to that, how can I
1: compete with that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so when I think of Christmas adventures, my very first thought is okay it 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 has to be obviously something that deals with snow right or or maybe something that like something that could like deal with a mountain or something like that. So my first thought was, and i and I had a couple of these. I didn't really fully develop them like you
0: did. <laughs> dude i just pulled out of my ass like two seconds (laughs) ago i was
1: i was thinking if if you want to go for like a like a traditional story with traditional like dungeons and dragons flair to it you can do a thing where where like a orc war chief named grinchu or something like that came in and like and like stole all the festivities like with his with his like war band of orcs and they and and like they took they took like all the, they they essentially stole Christmas, <laughs> and they and, and they and they took it to their mountain hideout, and now you have to go and get it back, kind of a thing. Classic, classic. Yeah, so you know you come across this village, and oh, it, you know it's it's getting really close to Kringle Miss, or you know wherever the hell you want to call it Christmas. Something like that, like, where are <laughs> your decorations and stuff like that? And that's when you find out, like orc raiders came through, you know, and, and they essentially stole everything and you have to get it back for them or else, you know, they'll never, never be able to celebrate Christmas or some crap like that. Or I was thinking you can have it to where, and this, this is going to be a bit of a weirder idea, but follow me here. You can have it to where it's the Christmas Carol, but it's this guy being like <laughs> it's this guy being assaulted <laughs> by the three ghosts. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like like the ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, the ghost of Christmas yet to come. And and every time in your your job, he's like he's hired you to protect him while while these three ghosts come because it's like he has like a curse for like every year these three ghosts show up and, <laughs> and,
0: it's, and it's
1: something, and, 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 and it's something where, where it's like where it's like every time he says he learns his lesson they move they move the goalposts a little bit <laughs> <laughs> so 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 so, but so then like you had to go to his past and he had to deal with the conflict there then you go to like the christmas present and you have to deal with the conflict there then you go to the christmas future you know kind of a thing and then eventually you find out it's. like a wizard fucking with him or something
0: like that (laughs) (laughs) but it's but it's okay so the question is is this guy actually an asshole like
1: vocal like i i was actually kind of i i want it to be where it's like he's not an asshole like why 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 are you making him suffer but then but then at the end like the 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 conjurer or what's what's the what's the what's the class of magic that can like that kind of thing like send you like a different plane of existence anyways uh the 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 wizard that's messing with him has like completely justified reasons but he's just like taking it to the extreme <laughs> <laughs> you get worse where it's like hey everyone's kind of an asshole here <laughs> like, right gotta it down a bit <laughs> um, oh, um another one another one i was thinking of and this is probably like my weirdest idea so far And I got this from (laughs) I got this from retail experience is okay, you and your adventurers go into a town and everyone has this Christmas song stuck in their head, whether they want to or not. And okay. Okay. So and And it's to the point where like these people are driving themselves insane, and trying to forget this Christmas song, but they can't get it stuck in their head. And like, and and you do a little bit of investigating, and you find out like underneath the town is like a network of caves or something like that. And in that network of caves, there's like a uh, a uh, a gathering of um, mind flayers. And <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> and they're and like and like the not the mother brain. What am I thinking of? <laughs> The big brain thing
0: oh um, the elder brain
1: yeah the elder brain for some reason he's like in the christmas spirit so he's like
0: <laughs> <laughs> just singing songs over and over
1: <laughs> yeah so so it's just essentially he's playing he's playing this loop of like four christmas songs over <laughs> and over and over in his head and everyone is like suffering from it oh my thing. god or 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 if you want to make it like really like weird have to be like everybody in the town's in the christmas spirit to like a sickening degree <laughs> and you're like there's something off here <laughs> <laughs>
0: and you have to like investigate
1: what's going on
0: <laughs> no I think, I think that's too subtle i think i think the the music the music is everybody deals with that shit yeah it started it's, it started right after thanksgiving nobody saw it coming
1: <laughs> I had to. I had to listen to all I want for Christmas is you, <laughs> <for>
0: twenty five <laughs> days straight. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: um, but you got yeah. Phil, you got you got Feliz Navidad in, in the rotation. <laughs> but then the players like, come on, this guy is just in the Christmas spirit. Like, why are you like, you're not gonna screw with him? But I was also thinking, like, if you want to go like the kind of, um,
1: if you want to go kind of like the darker route, which I always you know enjoy like take hey let's take let's take something beloved as Christmas and make a horror movie out of it you can do a sort of like Krampus style scenario where it's like oh there was this cleric that used to come to town every year to deliver presents but he's gone missing and now there's like this Oni that's like stalking the town kind of a deal and you gotta kind of figure out yeah and he's like he's like you know kidnapping children and crap like that and he kind of kind of you know figure that out sort of a deal um it's really it's one of those things like to me i think it really hinges on the type of monster that you use um i was actually i was trying to think what's it because there's there's this one monster the the B- B- here hag but B- Her hag it's in the volos guide it's that it's, it's oh, like it's like the, it's like the hag that does a bunch of ice magic oh cool. You know? Yeah, something like that like like she's trying to prevent Christmas from happening or something like that or you can have like a if you don't have all those guide you can kind of like reflavor an archmage from the um, monster manual and have him to be like where, you know, they they didn't get a chance to celebrate Christmas so no one else will and then they try to like freeze the whole town and ruin Christmas for these people and whatnot you know just something it doesn't have to be like too terribly intricate just something really fun and quick
0: <laughs> yeah yeah like I, yeah no I agree with that but like I don't know man I love the idea of the elder brain just being really jolly <laughs> like he doesn't mean to hurt anybody he's just really into the spirit <laughs>
1: naturally the mind flayers aren't going to question it because you know it's the elder brain it knows more than they will but for some reason man it's just got it's got all i want for christmas is you wonderful christmas time and like a third song just on loop (laughs) infinitely
0: (laughs) and you have to have like that music playing in the loop on loop on roll 20 the whole time
1: the entire time (laughs) yeah so i mean those were my ideas for a Christmas story, vacation, no <laughs> um, adventure. <laughs> there we go.
0: <laughs> oh man, Christmas is a wonderful time of year. It really is, I guess because because of adventures <laughs> like this. But you know what's the biggest problem we have? <laughs> Scheduling conflicts during December. Yes, everybody's yes. just extremely busy all the time, and. There's family in town, which why, and you have to buy <laughs> presents and like decorate and clean the house for the first time in the whole year. I didn't even want to deal with you for the rest of the year. What makes <laughs> you think this is going to be different? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How do you handle? How do you handle this scheduling nightmare during the month of December?
1: Fortunately, that's just one of the things where the best way to handle scheduling during December is that you just kind of don't, um, (laughs) like what's it? We had our last session for curse of Strahd last Wednesday. And then I told him, Hey, look, that's going to be it for the year. (laughs) Just a lot of stuff going on. Everyone has plans. People might be flying out. People might have people flying in kind of a thing. It's just a really busy time. And (sighs) It's one of the things where, like, on a good day, we struggle to find time to to play. I, yeah. So, so with with a bunch of holiday stuff coming up, like that's just no. <laughs> that's yeah. That's one, that's one of those moments where just give your DM some time to relax and unwind, or mercilessly prep yeah. the
0: next. <laughs> I I mean, I mean, you know, and I think we mentioned this in one of the previous episodes at one point, but like, for December is really like a good time to actually just relax and take a breather from D&D. Because at the end of the day, a lot of d and a lot of a good thing can be bad and burn you out. Um, But I I was actually very surprised we managed to get a session in in December. You know? Yeah, you, you
1: were actually like. So when are we playing next? I'm like, oh, I was thinking about next week. You're like, what? Dude, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't have a life, so I'm down. <laughs> the only dates I can't do it is like the 25th. But like, I was, dude, I was, I wanted to push the 18th, but I was like, no, 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 I shouldn't.
1: Oh, that's that's just one of those things where it's because Christmas, like December, is already stressful enough as is just deep with you know trying to get gifts you know putting up decorations family you know certain cases cooking and whatnot and it's just man it's it, and and that's one of the things like you really you really don't want to add any more to that especially if it's something that you enjoy doing mm-hmm. because because that enjoyment can really turn around in a bad way for you you know and it and it's one of those things like I'd rather wait two or three weeks so we can have better sessions than a half-baked one just to make up for time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: yeah, I can agree with that. So what you're telling me is not to schedule anything in December. That's just take a hiatus. So just the two do. invitations I just send out to the group I should probably delete them, right? I mean, you you can.
1: They're not going to do anything.
0: You're going to get it! <laughs> <laughs> By every by (laughs) everyone Unbelievable. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Damn. Yeah, okay, fine. I get it. People don't people have lives and things to do. You know, whatever. I just I thought people liked a D and D, but I guess not. I thought they did, but I guess they they showed how much of a plebeian they
1: are. Alright, yeah, that that that's that, that's good, Dad. Okay, finished up with the gifts. I have to play D D later.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's yeah. Nice to
1: see you too. Okay, bye.
0: I mean, if you think about it, you know, Christmas, Christmas Day, really everything happens after like four. You can play in the morning with your friends. <laughs> Just saying.
1: You could play in the morning. <laughs> that's not what everyone goes
0: down to the Christmas tree and opens up gifts. No no no. Just play Christmas morning. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Christmas dinner is Christmas dinner. You know that's the important part. That's one of those things where it's
1: like if you even try to do something on Christmas Day, you're like, "What?" what? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is about family, Andrew. We went over that. <laughs> we are a family. We're a dandy family. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's just it's that's just one of the things where it's like, all right, time to time to take the holidays off, and that's what it is. It's it's a holiday, so you know you're taking a holiday. That's all.
0: Yeah, yeah you're not. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I have
1: a problem, Jose? What's up? <laughs> this this is not a this is not a podcast episode. This is an intervention. Me? You're addicted for what?
0: <laughs> you're addicted. To what? Dungeons to, and Dragons. To play? What are you talking about? Jose, Jose, I see.
1: <laughs> I see you on the uh, on the subreddit, looking for looking for random people to play with when we're not playing. What? No, that's not true.
0: What are you? Th- <laughs> I don't have a problem. You guys have a problem. You don't want to play. The only gaming problem I have is that when I'm playing a game right now. <laughs> uh, uh, sadness. You make me sad. <laughs> Bunch of plebs. So one big family over D&D. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I enjoy spending time with my family. Do you though? Do you? Do you? Do you? <laughs> Stop. No, I, I suffer through it. I suffer through it <laughs> like everybody else. <laughs> but you don't have to. You could be playing D&D. Just saying. I could. I'm going to convince you to play D&D on the 18th, Andrew. And then you're going to convince <laughs> everybody else. No. <laughs>
1: Andrew. Nobody's no. doing anything on
0: the 18th. You know it. No. I know it. Everybody no. knows it.
1: <laughs> I, I'm Andrew. Gonna doing, I'm going to be relaxing.
0: No, why? D&D is relaxing. <laughs> no it's not yes it is I'll run I'll, I'll run the Rick and the A team and I'll make a character just for you <laughs> you're,
1: gonna, you're gonna run Curse of Strata the eighteen.
0: <laughs> okay guys so we uh we are taking this in a total different direction <laughs> you guys find yourself back in water deep. <laughs> <laughs> no that's a true Christmas nightmare no <laughs> Heather he just walks away, just like okay bye.
1: No, nah, no. Nah. I've already suffered through enough.
0: Right, <laughs> no, don't leave me, guys. No.
1: Ugh. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of adventures, let's try to get this thing back on the rails.
0: <laughs> the <were> rails?
1: <sighs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of adventures, I have a hot take on one shots.
0: Okay. Okay. I,
1: okay, are you ready for this? Are you ready to unwrap this Christmas gift?
0: <sighs> Fine.
1: I don't think one shots should have a narrative. Gasp!
0: I, I actually forgot how to gasp. <laughs> in really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? No narrative. You just breathe. That's all.
1: <laughs> okay. So, so I, I kind of, I kind of came up with this idea after um one of our players together did a a Christmas one shot for our group. And I just want to put out a little disclaimer here. I'm actually none of this is critiquing her DMing. She did a great job, uh, especially for I think that was her first time, right? DMing.
0: Yes. 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 Very first time. So you tell me, we're talking shit about Heather right now?
1: We're gonna be we're gonna be talking so much shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Heather, stop listening.
1: No, 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 It's fine. No, she actually, she actually did a great job. I told her as such and whatnot. And I, you know, but the problem with it is, is that we went through this whole adventure and it was essentially, uh, we were, we were trying to figure out what the deal is with this village and turns out that Krampus had put like a curse on it or something like that, uh, kind of a deal and it kind of started out in media res where we were already supposed to be at ha- like halfway through an adventure kind right. of a day. And so we did all that. And then afterwards we, we, we solved the problem. We, we defeated, we, we defeated Krampus, saved Christmas. But then after that, um, Heather started talking to us about oh you know you didn't do this and you didn't do that and there was like a whole swath of characters that we didn't even meet and stuff like that and and it's one of those things where like afterwards I want to look into this to see if this even was a one shot and and I, I I have I have the screen pulled up on the DM's guild right now okay and it says in the black midwinter is a festive adventure designed for characters of level two to four to be played in one three to four hour session hmm. I'm, calling, I'm calling bullshit on that
0: yeah there was no way i was gonna be a two three hour session
1: oh and we played what we played for two and a half three hours
0: and yeah we the, the usual six thirty to 10
1: and even and even then like there was a lot of okay we gotta go we gotta go you know kind of a, uh, you know and and again that was nothing nothing against like Heather, like I understand, like we had, you know, she had one night to get all this. She blood. did.
0: She did a great job at getting us with the good stuff, and right. she managed to finish the campaign with it the time that she had, which is not that not everybody can do that.
1: But, but I mean, just kind of breaking it down in this campaign, we had to have an introductory fight to a previous antagonist, you know, that we were supposed to already know, and then be introduced to a village, investigate said village figure out what's going on with that village through a um, interaction with an NPC and then investigate another like offshoot village that's like around the lake and then have the final conflict with the big bad evil guy. Right. And then Heather told us, Oh, well if the source material said, if you defeated Krampus within like X amount of turns, then the original villain comes back like she's telling us about all this i'm like how are you supposed to cram all this within four hours
0: yeah like i mean just just uh just uh just the encounters take a long time right
1: and and i mean granted there was only two combat encounters that we came across but what's it there 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 was a thing that she told us about that we didn't do where if we investigate a little bit further into the village we would have found like these like these old like mischievous spirits that were based on like icelandic lore or something
0: like that that is so cool it
1: it would it would be cool but that's one of those things like that alone would probably take an hour for our group to do
0: yeah that could have been that could have been a (laughs) one-off
1: yeah yeah exactly that in of itself could have been its whole adventure and then and then us dealing because what's it there was, there was a part where we were in the feast hall of King Bran or something like that. And we were in that
0: feast hall for almost, almost an hour, you know, to be to be fair, we were just fucking around there, but, but, but seems I mean, that's kind of like what, well, what yeah, kind
1: of, yeah, that's kind of, well, I mean, you know, we're, the idea is that we're playing a one shot. Our characters are expendable and my nine times out of 10, they're gag characters. Like they're right. Meant to, you know, they're meant to be like not taken seriously. Right. So, exactly. So, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't, I don't see the only way I could see someone doing like a 100% complete run of this source material in four hours is just to completely railroad the players. Yeah. And, and just eventually just at that point, just have it be dice rolling the game. And to me, that's not Dungeons and Dragons, you know? So,
0: that, so, so what will your solution be then? like what what is a what describe me the perfect one-off
1: okay so the perfect one-off to me would be the introduction serves as a story okay like um you guys i'm just coming up with this off the top of my head so you know (laughs) bear with me like you got you guys come into a village and you discovered that you know these god ones have kidnapped (sighs) like a person, like a like a person of interest or something like that. And so you've tracked down the goblin raiders for their secret hideout and stuff like that. And you know, and if you're quick, you might be able to save her in time, kind of a deal. So that way, boom. The intro paragraph gives you all the story you need. You are already at the mouth of the cave where the goblins are at, or something like that. So that way you can just kind of explore and do combat. Which is really for some people I and it's I can't speak for everybody, but for some, but for some people, that's kind of all they want out of a one shot is just to like throw their characters against the wall and see what kind of sticks, <laughs> you know? Yeah, what I'm yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean,
0: so essentially a dungeon cross.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, and you can still have like you can still have like minor NPC interactions, like oh, maybe there's you know like there's a guard here that was also kidnapped by the goblins and whatnot. So you kind of have to, you know like talk him through the situation and figure out, you know, what you can get from him or there's, you know, there's like a drunk goblin who, you know, is, is like not, um, following orders and stuff like that. So you have to interrogate him kind of a deal. Like you could still have NPC like role-playing kind of elements, but you know, just have the narrative be like down to the bone, you know? Right. Um, or what you can do is that if you really, if you, if you're really like hung up on the idea that, Hey, I have a good like story, but it's not long enough for a campaign, just have it set in like three parts. Just do, you know, just do, just do a three shot instead of a one shot. And you can just have. The first session be the intro where, you're, you know, your heroes are introduced to the town. They meet some important NPCs. The second one can be the exploration. It, you know, it's essentially the three pillars of D&D. Yeah.
0: So yeah. Fir-
1: first one's role playing. Second one is they're exploring. You know, they're either you know, going through the forest to find the, the, the lair or, you know, they found the lair and then now they had to explore explore said lair or maybe a mixture of both you know they had to explore the forest to find the lair and then they found the lair and then you had to deal with traps and stuff like that so then you have natural threats as well as uh you know not supernatural i guess supernatural threats you know like you know like glyphs of warding and crap like that
0: yeah 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 yeah. no i can yeah and i mean it doesn't really it doesn't even really have to be like precisely in those three it could just be like hey guys this is probably gonna take you know three to four sessions to complete right
1: Right. And, and, you know, and, and you can still have like smatterings of combat, especially like in the second part, but then, you know, but then like your finale is the fight against, you know, the, the main boss yeah. and that can yeah. be like your big combat focus. And, you know, and then you can also deal with, you know, rewards and treasure and stuff like that. And, you know, that way. That way you don't feel like you have to rush your players through you know it, it, it give it gives them just enough time to you know just breathe a little bit you know
0: yeah for sure, which you know and and, and this is uh you know i'm I'm about to run the uh Rick and motor Eve versus Dungeons and Dragons now it's reading <laughs> through it and it's one map first of all, and it's a dungeon okay. and you go through the dungeon from left to right. So I think that everybody's gonna be able to see everything and experience <laughs> everything in one in one shot in one session, because it's actually short to the point. There's no complicated stuff. you know, It's just go from one side to the, of the dungeon to the other side of the dungeon. Uh, see
1: but see the thing about it is that that, that plays along with Rick and Morty where it's like oh yeah no the setting
0: setting is perfect for that stuff
1: yeah the lack of story could be funny (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know (laughs) um and and like and again um whenever you make a one shot i i don't know how other people are but i know when i'm in a one shot like if i'm playing in those like small adventure kind of situations that's the time for me to like experiment, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you know, play play that class you haven't tried before kind of a thing, you know, just sort of, you know, branch out a bit and really you're not, you can get some of those aspects through role-playing, but nine times out of 10, you're really going to be able to feel out a character through combat and exploration, you know, me- yeah. m- mechanics of gameplay. For um, sure so i think i think it's one of those things where you kind of have to put if you if if you are dead set on a one shot
0: you have to put fun over story you know yes so because we cannot spend i mean we've spent like what three almost four sessions in one town instead of strut just doing like story based uh not story based sorry um. Orbase, like exposition dump, you know, exactly, lore lore exploring, and and it was fun, but it was we all knew it was a campaign, so like we liked we expected that kind of stuff. But if you tell me that you know we're gonna play a one shot and it's all just like exposition and like story and like whatever, like it's not fun,
1: yeah. Like at that point, like we get it, you wanted to tell a story and you needed a vehicle for it, right. So that's this yeah. no, that, uh, that's one of those things where and, and, and also and also from the DM's point of view, like a one shot, especially if you're doing like homebrewing kind of stuff, a one shot's a really good way to be like, you know what I'm gonna use this monster that I would never ever use in a campaign <laughs> and just throw it against the wall and see what sticks <laughs> Kind of a deal.
0: yeah no, I can agree with you 100 percent on that. People confuse one shots with short, short adventures. Right. Yeah.
1: And, and and well, I mean, still, either either or, those are that's a really good chance for both sides of the screen to have a little fun, mix it up a bit, experiment, see what happens, yeah. do something weird. Yeah, exactly. Get weird with it. You know, like now that I think about it, this, will also be a really good time for DMs to try a setting they never tried before. You know, because like. <laughs> you wouldn't have a campaign set in the astral plane, but you know, maybe, you know, your, your, your group of adventurers ran into the wrong wizard. And he's, you know, <laughs> he sent yourselves down to the astral plane. And now you got to deal with all this, like, you know, you got to deal with all this ethereal crap. <laughs> you know, you're running in the night hags that are casting etherealness on themselves, or you're running into the, um, get Yankee and stuff like that. And, you know, it's just, it's it, it, it's it's a really good like kind of like thought experiment to just get weird with it see what happens
0: <laughs> you know yeah no, nah, 100% that's just me that's my yeah, thought you're a weirdo
1: yeah all I'm saying is the one shot that I made for you you really enjoyed it so I don't want to hear it that so. wasn't
0: that wasn't a one shot that was like a short adventure right
1: I thought it was gonna be a one shot
0: <laughs> oh really
1: well I guess that was the first adventure I made and well I like, you yeah. I was like, yeah, we could crack this out in three hours.
0: <laughs> well, you learned
1: it took me three hours to write it, so you
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's exactly how it translates. You're, you're yeah, right,
1: go go to the future Rothman logic. It took me an hour to write
0: it, think of an hour to
1: watch it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Jose, you told me about how apparently people are using Christmas to like get their families into dnd
0: okay so i don't think it's to get their families into D per se i think it's like i've read a couple of stories about people um introducing their families to DD. um i'm sorry no i said the same thing Not introducing um sharing the, the hobby with their with their family you know not expecting for them to be like hooked and then play every like week or so or whatever but like hey mom dad grandma grandpa you know like this is this is what Dungeons & Dragons is about this is what I play with my friends you know I'm a grown 35 year old adult who (laughs) play games with with my friends you guys think it's weird but check it out I might have
1: a mortgage but I also have a plus one battle (laughs) (laughs) axe.
0: exactly (laughs) um but yeah no I heard I heard uh, I heard heard, I'd read a couple stories about that and it's just like one of them was pretty cool because it was mainly with grandma and grandpa. Um and it's like they're all sitting around the table and watching people from that generation play Dungeons and Dragons, it's just the best experience I've had watching somebody play D. Because they, they think about it everything so out of the box. You know, they they don't it's not everything is kill it. It's, it's it's like oh, why what they think differently than us, you know? Like what's 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 wrong with it? Why are they, you know, attacking us? Like are they you know, do we have to kill it? So essentially this guy went with um, with the thought of, like, introducing the older uh, family members to Dungeons & Dragons because in their generation, Dungeons & Dragons was the devil's game. Uh, People committed suicide and killed themselves in pipe rooms or whatever the hell. Um, still, it still is in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, see? So this guy goes and he wants to break... He wants to break that, that um stereotype, right? And he makes the characters, and it's just like, a, I don't know, I, I don't think he, it's just like, a, it feel like it's like a one-off. It's just, uh, you know, explaining the rules, playing the dice, and then they all sit down around the table and played. And the cool thing is that they were open to give it a shot. Like, hey, you know, why not? We're going to die anyways. Might as well die playing d and The surprising thing was that once they were done, it was like that classic... uh pop culture that they the reference that they do in like every movie or TV show where like people are like, oh things are done as a And then they do like the montage of like them playing and like halfway through they actually really enjoying themselves. It was that in real life. Like halfway through it, they just started like laughing and like coming out with absurd at first they were very like shy to themselves. And then they like started like breaking out of like their I guess grown up shell. You know, like it's so they they through their lives they never really wanted to like step outside of the box you know these are very different definitely a very different generation that never touched this type of stuff and they they broke out of that and then they were like experiencing all of this together as a family and i thought it was a pretty cool concept you know to hey mom dad you know you always i always tell you guys that i'm playing uh with my friends you know and it's not really always board games it's a tabletop game called Dungeons and dragons and I would actually love to do this with my parents, but they don't speak English. And I will have such a hard time just translating the story and explaining the rules in Spanish. But I feel like if my, I feel first things that my parents will give it a shot and I feel like at least my dad will actually like it. Now that's, that's actually
1: a pretty interesting thing. You should say that because recently, and it's actually it's weird cuz it's all kind of plays into one another. Recently, we were over at the parents' house and we played Betrayal in the House on the Hill with my family. Um which was the game that kind of got you into Dungeons and Dragons, am I right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So so and we were like, "Ah, oh, should we you know, I mean cuz me and Teresa were bringing it over, I'm like, should we really do this? You know, there's a lot of you know, uh just just to get a little bit of context. My family is very religious. <laughs> um very religious, very you know, white bread. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like like they don't drink. You know, they don't they don't stay up past ten stuff like that. And you know they. I don't. I maybe, don't stay up past ten. Well, I mean, I don't either. That's more out of the fact that I pass out. <laughs> um, but, we're just
0: we're just tired of millennials.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we're crashing from all the monster we're drinking. Anyways. Um, <laughs> So, so just to kind of give you, like, just kind of give you an idea. And so, me and Teresa were like, "Should we do this?" You know, there's a lot of occult stuff in there, and it's also a little bit like outside their comfort zone. Plus, the rules are a bit more, um, more complicated. Involved. Yes, exactly. Than than what they would probably be used to. And the thing about it is, is that we actually ended up playing that game not once but twice. They like, like it yeah they 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 actually they enjoyed it so much they wanted to play it again. you know they're like, set it back up, let's do this thing, you know, kind of a deal. So I kind of got the idea. I'm like, you know what? I bet you if I get like character sheets and like rule books and just cover up the logos. you know just just run just run like a quick like you know basic one-shot adventure you know they have to go find some goblins whatnot blah blah you know like dad can be like a fighter and you know the stepmom can be like a ranger or some kind of deal you know basic classic basic 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 and and then afterwards be like haha, you guys play dungeons and dragons (laughs) you know got (laughs) him Now you're going to
0: hell with me. <laughs> they gotta call the priest and, and give you that uh, exorcism.
1: I bet I bet you if I did that they'd be like, oh wow, okay. <laughs> you know, like like they would completely understand. It's uh,
0: it's just it's uh, giving it a shot and understanding what the game really is about. It's it's all it takes, man.
1: That's one of those things it's like that's like even even if even if you don't have like political reasons to not like it you know if you have like some sort of stigma like oh it's for nerds or something like that i'm like have you played it right right you exactly me a try you know because it's one of those things it's like yeah it is on the surface like when you're talking when you know <laughs> when you're talking about it at work it's like oh yeah and my friend he's a uh half elf blood hunter and he's got a plus three to investigation and crap like that yeah it's nerdy as shit i'm not i'm not gonna.
0: Yeah. T- <laughs> But when you're actually, like, we are aware that it's nerdy. It's not like we're oblivious to it. You know what I mean.
1: Also, at the same time, we're not like speaking old English and dressing up as our characters and stuff. Yeah, like that, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. And but but yeah. Anyway, but yeah. You know, like bringing your family together. First of all, if you bring random people to a table and play Dungeons and Dragons, and you make essentially a small family. You know, because you guys share so much together, just based on like the adventures you've played and the things you've done together. Imagine what it could do to a family. Oh yeah, how cool would that be? Obviously, when I have a kid, we're gonna play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you heard my. I don't know if you heard my girlfriend. <laughs> like, what, but he's doing? gotta be. He's like, no, we're not.
1: Yeah. But like,
0: yes we are yeah, yeah we are <laughs> Uncle Andrew's gonna come over we're gonna play some Dungeons and Dragons yeah yeah you know Father and Sunday you know we're gonna we're gonna do thanks you you and I Andrew with yeah, our kids we're,
1: <laughs> we're, just, we're just gonna we're just gonna go to the to the park and play some baseball we're gonna
0: we're gonna <laughs> shoot guns and, and stuff
1: yeah don't, don't <laughs> tell your mom about this <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah I, I don't know I just I could I could only imagine like the, the shenanigans that will Ensued because my family is already crazy playing a uh, settlers of like a ten. I cannot even imagine like Dungeons and Dragons. Like they will come up with so much random crap that it will be so epic. But right now the only problem with me is just the the language barrier. That's it.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we both have
0: we both have problems we need to work through. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. their families so you know and like but hey the for me that the spanish version of dungeons and dragons exists so i could buy it It It's just take a long time and it'd be kind of expensive i think i think what
1: it is i think it's legitimately just the brand like if i went with like pathfinder
0: or something like that they would totally yeah you know mm -hmm. i agree it's just the, the association of the brand with With what happened, maybe that's not a good idea. Maybe Pathfinder. Yeah, it's it's Pathfinder. It's only the crunches tabletop RPG. (laughs) Well, no, you can do the classic. Put the Dungeons and Dungeons and Dragons uh, Player's Handbook inside of the uh, inside of the cover for Pathfinder. It's
1: actually not a bad idea. (laughs)
0: Because inside inside of the book, it doesn't really say Dungeons and Dragons anywhere other than like the first few pages. (laughs) Just just put
1: Pathfinder cover on. (laughs) like what what's like what's like the least crunchiest tabletop rpg i think it's 5e uh no i think i think there's got to be something that's easier than
0: that nah it's 5e man i tell you anyways uh, that was that's i mean i can't remember the name of the article right now dude but i thought it was like really interesting interesting uh because i've seen a lot of people like oh you know like oh you know uh uh, boys uh dungeons dragons boys group uh plays Tony's with, with girls for the first time, which is cute, but they're like, you know, 13, 14 and yeah, you know, they're kids. They're, they're just, they're good people by nature. But like seeing that generation, you know, like that, that is so in their ways, break away from that and kind of like enjoy something completely different and out of their comfort zone was really nice to see.
1: It really is one of those things where it's just like, just give it a session. Like yeah, just, just try
0: it. Give it a shot, man. Give it a shot.
1: Oh, and by the way, Teresa Teresa said it's still nerdy, but she was over here a couple couple weeks ago asking if there's an extra spot on the table for Curtis Roden. So I don't want to hear it. What did she say? She's like, which you gave away to the new girl, asshole. Wait, I didn't know
0: she wanted to play.
1: No, well it's one of those things where she's like where she's like, Are you guys gonna keep playing three hour sessions? And I'm like, Yes. Yeah. So and she's like, Okay, I'm out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we need at least a three hour session. But yeah. No, that's uh that's that was my, my little uh input there with the whole uh family thing that I saw. Um but we are approaching our uh time frame. So let's go over we talked earlier about gifts for the Dungeon Master and the, 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 the players. But let's talk a little bit about uh, gifts, a, a wider range of gifts, all the way from $20 and under to $100 and above. And we already talked about the monster cards from WizKids and the cool vintage graphics shirt, graphic shirt, uh, Dungeons Dragons graphic shirt, and the spellbook cards. But there's another little item that you guys can play. It's almost like a, like a, uh, what's it called? The little sucks that stuck, stuck, stuck. Stockings? Yeah. Sucker stuffers. Uh, I don't know if you've played it, Andrew. Uh, Dungeons, Dungeons of Mayhem. I've never,
1: I haven't even heard about it until just now. Educate me on it.
0: All right. Dungeons of Mayhem is, it's a a card game for four people. Two to four people. And it comes with a deck and each one of them is belongs to a different character that's already pre it's already made it's uh, you have a, a wizard you have a paladin you have a rogue and you have a berser- berserker no not a berserker a uh, barbarian and they all have different skills and, and and to the bare bones of it it's essentially drug, paper scissors so like one 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 character is really good against another character and one character is, and so forth right but when you play with four players it's like a whole system where you're like you play you play your cards and then the cards affect other players and you're trying to take each other out and it's a really quick fast-paced game that is easy to pick up it's really fun to play over and over again um, and you can always trade the, the you know change characters you can play like different type of uh, uh, you can play with a different deck because you know the, obviously the wizard has more aoe attacks or, um, area of effect attacks and the Paladin, which is so OP because you can essentially break it if you manage to do the right combo. Because you'll hit and then you'll heal yourself and then you hit again and then you heal yourself constantly. And then you have the barbarian who is just all about doing big damage, and then the rogue, who essentially takes cards from other players and and plays them, and like it's all sneaky sneaky. So it's pretty cool and the flex attacks and stuff like that. Um it's a really fun game. Uh, there's a new expansion that just came out called Battle for Boulder Skate, which added two new classes, mm-hmm. uh, two, two new decks. And I can't remember. Excuse my um, loud ass typing. <laughs> that includes...
1: Oh. oh, by the way, I was thinking of Numenera. That was the one I was thinking of. Oh. Yeah, uh, It's supposed to be like a sci-fi tabletop RPG that's like one of the least crunchiest. From what i've heard i could be wrong now so
0: nice go on so the new expansion includes unleashes two brand new characters from baldur's gate beloved ranger minsk with his miniature giant space hamster boo <laughs> uh. and the shape-shifting druid jaheida
1: go for the eyes boo
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. um i think <laughs> a really fun quick 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 game that you can play with your friends um that is under twenty bucks. You can buy I think you can buy both the game and the expansion for like maybe like twenty-five bucks or something like that. Um so moving on to the next the next range, which is the, the around fifty dollar uh mark. And I have a couple uh already written down. Um they're just campaign books. <laughs> they're not <laughs> campaign they're not just campaign. <laughs> just saying. The, the, the first one is the Baldur's Gate die set, okay? Must <laughs> like, that is completely three off. No, it's it. Got, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, if you haven't heard me talk about the Baldur's Gate dice set, go back to episode two and you'll hear all about it. Um, you can, I put it under uh, uh, at the around $50 uh, price range because uh, MSRP is like $30, I think. But once of a time you can buy from like 15 to 20 bucks on like e- uh, eBay. you Don't buy anything from eBay. Amazon or your local store um but they're beautiful die sets and it's a great gift if you're playing anything related with like avernus or like a, a, a necromancer or a fire base wizard or anything like that because it looks so freaking cool or or it,
1: a, or a theme based warlock
0: oh uh, yep yep exactly it's you know anything like that that's thematic like that they're beautiful dice it's a great gift the next thing which i still want one by the way it's a really nice l mug you know, like the German steins, like something really uh, nice that's decorated. I see some really cool ones, with like with like dragons and stuff all around it. But like right, something well, that you can
1: let me see what huh? Amazon pulls up for D steins
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, for D and D Steins, not too many, but for like just ring you can find some really cool uh German signs are just like really badass looking. Um, you know, and they usually range. 50 to 70 bucks if you get like a really nice one. Um, the next item on the list the Aberon Rising from the Last War campaign.
1: Oh, actually, Han, before you go any further, it doesn't have to even be D styled because a Stein is already like it's already in fashion. That's <laughs> what sorry. I said. Did you even That's listen even to me? My? No, Jeez, I'm sorry,
0: <laughs> jerk. I'm sorry, I'll be quiet. <laughs> Unbelievable, Andrew. I can't work under these conditions. I'm going to my trailer. Can't work like this. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, no, you're right. Like, it doesn't, you just put, you just put beer steins and there's really cool ones, you know.
1: As as long as like those classic German ones with like the sculptures and stuff on it. So, anyway,
0: Uh, then you have the Eberron book, which is brand new and just came out. You can still find the limited edition version out there because. Apparently, they're printing out more nowadays um, for a D&D. For a, this is good for camp, for the dungeon master and the players, because it comes with some classes, it comes with a lot of backstories, stuff like that. It's a brand new setting. So if you guys are bored of the um, of the uh, Forgotten Realms, you can just go to the Eberron. Uh, next item on the list, Baldur's Gate, Descendant to Avernus. Man, you're right. These are all books. <laughs> That is wrong with me.
1: <laughs> so, 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 if you guys were bored with the Forgotten Realms books, make, be sure to pick up Ebron. But if you're, not,
0: <laughs> then... <laughs> if you're not bored, Baldur's Gate: Descendant to Avernus, or Tyranny of Dragons, two new books came out recent. Uh, well, not a lot of people have it. The covers well, look the, one, the limited edition covers look badass. They make a great gift. I've seen some people actually frame the books and put them on the walls because they look so bad. nice.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, one is one is quote unquote new.
0: Well, yeah, I'm talking about the Tyranny of Dragons book, like the the printing of Trials of Tiamat and the drag- Horde of the Dragon Queen together. The the new nice one.
1: Um, they're not new, <laughs> you know. They're
0: <laughs> you know, you know what I mean, Andrew. Okay, stop confusing the listeners. All two of them. Actually, how many how many people are in a group in a group? Five,
1: six. Yeah, but how many of them listen? <laughs> That's
0: the real question. Three, four. <laughs> I don't listen to it.
1: To myself? Are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> um, <clears throat> and I know that this item always comes up in every single list and that's because there is a very, there's a very wide range, but die sets, and more specifically, a wormwood, wormwood die set. These guys make beautiful wooden die trays or dice boxes, and they come with a die set, and they're always so nice. And it's just, if I ever get a wormwood die set, I will just display those bad boys proudly because they look, so, they use all kinds of wood. It's all, I think it's handmade, actually. I'm not sure about that. Don't quote me, but they're really nice. And they're a little bit of the high range. They go 80 all the way to like 300 and higher than that. But like, they're really nice. Have you ever seen them, Andrew? Looking into them right now. And
1: yeah, these are some pretty good looking dice
0: right like they're really really nice and they come with that wooden uh box wow yeah these are real pretty holy crap yeah that is if you really like that person
1: (laughs) baby i know what i want for christmas <laughs> um, <coughs> another night, <laughs> <laughs> no, fine.
0: <laughs> no. Um, the next item on the list that I have here goes for both players and DDs and DDs <laughs> and dungeon masters is a gift certificate to Hero Forge. If you don't oh, know what, is what a
1: he- Hero Forge, oh, huh? sorry, I, I was about to say, what the heck is a Hero Forge? <laughs>
0: Well, Andrew, if you weren't living under a rock,
1: HeroForge.
0: If you're stupid. Can you stop being such a pleb? We're trying to make a show here. Okay. I'm trying to be a professional. <laughs> HeroForge is a website where you can build, and it's really nice, really, the website's really. You can build your own mini. And these are not only minis for like. Dungeons and Dragons. They have everything from Western to uh, space stuff and everything in between. It's amazing. Fantasy, non-fantasy, all things. And what what I say, when I say not only players per also for DMs, is because they have items in there that you can make a, a, a miniature version of a DM. They can be holding a book. You can put a, a, D20, a D20 next to them. You can put like all kinds of effects and stuff like that. They're a little bit pricey if you get the the nice the nice uh, the nice plastic, which I recommend one hundred percent. metal is fine, but just get the the premium plastic. Um, but they're totally worth it because you can customize your mini they come they come uh, unpainted, so you have to paint it yourself. but I've seen them and they look amazing That's and,
1: like it's going to be expensive, but you're the only person in the world that has that particular one.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's okay. great. And if you don't want to paint it, you can always like commission somebody to paint it for you. You know, You're right. just do what I do
1: and just probably just leave it uncolored.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now we're breaking, breaking out the big bugs. Are you ready, Andrew?
1: This is the, this is the above 100 tier, which should probably be only for significant others. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or, you know, if you have a rich friend or somebody cares and appreciates how many times you've DM without asking for anything in return, you know, do we have one of those? <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> actually,
1: say, <laughs> who, do we, who do we know is Rich? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anybody who's rich.
0: <laughs> let, let, let me look at my contacts real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first item on the list, and it's a beautiful piece. I think actually, I think this this is the, this, I think this is below one hundred, but I'm not sure. Is the Art and Arcana book?
1: I want to say it's not probably. I, I don't think. I don't think it's one hundred. I think it's close to one hundred.
0: Let me look at it Like I think it's. I think fine I'm gonna, I might have put it in the wrong list because it's so good. Oh wow! You can. Oh wait. Okay, I'm looking for the limited editions. But yeah. No. Let me be. Let me be precise. Yeah. The limited edition is the one you want. You don't want the the pleb version that doesn't come with anything. So the limited edition, it is
1: up there. It's not exactly at one hundred. It's at seventy four ninety
0: nine. <laughs> yeah. Um, this book, and it's the limited edition. It's not just a book. It's like a little treasure trove. It is. Oh man, it's gorgeous. It's just beautiful. The quality of the this book is just on another level. And the reason I think I put it sub- subconsciously on the above one hundred, it's because it feels like one hundred dollars plus item. And originally, when this one first released, it was. Just It's just like a regular book, but you open it, and it has the book on the right side, and the left side it has like this little sleeve with a bunch of like art prints and a bunch of like little goodies for you to like um, look around and 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 appreciate like old school art. And this book goes essentially through the history of D and D art, which if you don't appreciate D and D art. Why are you playing D and
1: D? We 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 can really um, appreciate the time when A.B. Holder was a gold hole. <laughs> coming out of it. <laughs> hey,
0: <laughs> Gary guys was not an artist, all right. I look at how far. I mean, he was an artist. He was not an, illustri- an illustrator. Oh, but yeah, no, you can see like uh, all the way from like even before first edition, and it's just. It's just amazing to see how far we've come. And there's like little stories and little like history bits here and there, but it's mostly it's really just a really big picture book and it's really heavy. Um, it's a great gift. Going to the next tier. Well, not next tier, but like the next item on the list is D&D core Rulebook gift set. Man, say that five times twice.
1: Which I think we kind of briefly touched on, right?
0: Yeah, which is, I mean, we talk about the, the digital version, but you can buy the physical version of this. And it's just a big sleeve with the three core books in it. The Dungeons and Dragons, uh, the Dungeons and Dragons, Dungeon Master Guide, the Player's Handbook, and the um, Monster Menu. Now, Uh, are
1: these hardcover?
0: Hardcover, yes.
1: Okay, Okay. because they did something like that for 3.5e, but it was paperback.
0: Nope, hardcover. (laughs) And there's two versions. Again, there's a regular book covers, and then there's one with like all the uh, special uh, limited edition covers, and it looks amazing. And dude, it was, it was in the ding, ding, and dent section of uh, cool stuff one time, and I almost bought it because it was like a dent on like one of the corners of the sleeve, not even of the actual books. And it was like eighty nine dollars or something like that. <laughs> and it was the special edition. I almost bought it. Um, the next item on the list is if you really, really. Really, 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 really like this person. And if you haven't seen this yet, do yourself a favor and either go to the Dungeons and Dragons website or go to the D&D Beyond YouTube channel and look up for the look up the D&D Sapphire Limited Edition die set. Have you seen this, Andrew?
1: Oh, I'm looking it up right now. Hold on. Don't wait. Give me a
0: second. No pressure, yeah. but we're live. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Wait, is that actual sapphire? There's a sapphire. Uh, well, it's a lab-grown sapphire.
1: It's still sapphire. Yeah. As, as opposed to naturally off the vine sapphire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as opposed to. These are limited edition, so they're never gonna make these again. They're celebrating the 25 years. 25 years? Am I confusing that with
1: PlayStation? No, it's 45
0: years. 45 years. There you go. I was like, "Whoa, why?" That's insane. PlayStation is 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> celebrating 45 years of Dungeons and Dragons, man. And there's a complete set of metal dice. It comes in this beautiful white box, and the box is covered in soft touch material. They're all. It has like a little string that you pull up. And the box opens, and it has like a nice little letter with like signed by everybody from Dungeons from Wizards of the Coast. And it has a nice, beautiful message. All the dice are laid out in front of you instead of like their own little sleeves. I mean, their own little slots. And they're all metal dice with, and each one of them have the Dungeons and Dragons logo on them. Each one. It comes with a set of four D6s. Each one of them has the logo on it. Uh, it's a uh, beautiful silver medal with uh, with blue paint, and the D20, and what the what the 20 would be, has uh, an inset sapphire. Wow! And, <laughs> and you and, and you can ups, you can up you can ah, possess this. You can have this in your possession for a okay. uh, small amount of three hundred dollars.
1: I was about to say that when when you say above one hundred, you don't mean one hundred and one.
0: No, I mean three hundred dollars. Why am I on the checkout page? No, I don't even want to be close to that.
1: I need a credit card for
0: what? Don't worry about it, baby. Dude, these are. Beautiful, and you know, these are going to go up in kind of like the uh, if you remember the uh, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, at the uh, Dungeons and Dragons Legacy Collector Box they released a couple years ago. You ever see that? Yes, huh? Yes, I have. The one that has like the original Dungeons and Dragons reprinted.
1: Yes, I have seen that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that which now I mean, they sold it for 150 is going for a bulk. Well, Almost a year ago, I looked it up, and it's going for above $800. Or it was going above $800. So I cannot even imagine how much it's going. Yeah. And so you can only imagine how much the sapphire ones, the sapphire dice that it's going to cost. And well, last but not least, on the on the last but not least on the list. Wow, that's terrible. On this um, on the this this list of gifts, and it's something I've been wanting to give my group for the longest time. And every time I find an artist, something always happens. And it just never gets done. Character art commission. And you can just, you can just like hire somebody off of like Fiverr or something to make a character art for somebody for like as low as like 50, 70 bucks. But if you want to really support an artist from the States and have them or and allowing them to pay their rent and maybe eat, you know, it's going to cost you, especially if it's a good artist. And I had... Man, I've been so close to actually getting art, uh, commissioned art because I've been meaning to gift my group uh, a group character, a group piece of a uh, piece of art of the group together. And it's just never plays out. Every time I find somebody and I'm like, yeah, let's go, let's roll this. Something always happens. It never gets done and I'm going to cry because I can never find somebody that is oh. in my budget and it will actually work and complete the damn thing.
1: That's one of those things that's like... <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know we both are dealing with budget, you know, budget constraints. But you kind of also don't want to skimp out on, you know. Yeah, because...
0: no, you you give. It's like getting a tattoo. You don't want to. If you want to get something on your on your skin, you don't want to get something that's just like cheapo. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you invest in an artist that you like. Because that's one of the
1: things. It's like H- Jose. You 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 know me very well about this. But like when I make a character, when I really want to make a character, like. I get attached to it, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. Like you, you, yeah. you have already bore the brunt of me, just like making a character for a campaign that's not even anywhere close to being ready. <laughs> <laughs> and but yeah, so so that's so gonna be one of those things. It's like you know we see these characters grow and stuff like that. Yeah, and and like I, I, for me personally, when I get like attached to something like that, I want a good quality job you know
0: yeah man and i was so i mean i i asked you guys to give me I, I gave you homework to give me the descriptions i grabbed all the descriptions i made essentially a pdf with like the picture the the details the items you guys were carrying you know how he ended that little like quirk of each one of the characters it was all there it was ready to go the artist that I was friends with in uh, the place I work at. He was like, yeah, I'll do it for this price. It was it was a manageable price. And I was like, yeah, of course, that sounds great. I'll pay you. You know, let's get started. Let's roll with this, dude. And like the next day he was let go. And I can't ask him. Like I keep asking him to like do it. And I just can't. <sighs> I understand because he's like trying to like live. So like he's, he's right now his priority is to. Make money, and he was giving me a pretty steep discount with what he was gonna uh, deliver, right? So, like, I wish I could pay him the big bucks that he that he deserves, but I just can't. <laughs> and it was just a, like a bad situation. And but yes, if you would really like that person, special somebody, character art of their PC, of their player, of their of their D and D character, it is. A magnificent gift, especially if you know that person taste and what kind of art they like and you find somebody who they like and you can get, dude, if somebody gives me like a, a character, a character art, piece of art for my character in Crusher Strad, I'll, dude, I'll, it'll be framed within seconds and up on my wall.
1: That's one of those things like, for for the right person, that is the perfect gift.
0: You know yeah, it's just it's just the best it's like that is a labor of love even if you just pay somebody else to do like you went through the trouble of like researching it looking to see who can do it you know learning about the person's character and how they are um and how they behave in game and like what makes them unique and bringing that to the table man and one day i will get the tomb of annihilation piece done so you guys can have one each <laughs> one day i promise Uh. But yeah, that's that's my list for uh, holiday gifts for you guys.
1: It's a quick little shopping
0: guide. I know, I know the episode is coming in a little late, but if you're last minute shopping, you know, coming like the twenty third. Yeah, you know, whatever. Better, better late than ever. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, with that, we approach the end of this episode. Andrew, do you have anything else to add? Yeah, No, uh, uh, you know, just real quick off topic.
1: Uh, do you have any favorite like uh, Christmas songs or have you discovered any new Christmas movies <laughs> or anything like that?
0: You know, I was thinking about it and Christmas movies? No. <laughs> I I don't know what... For me, it's not about... I don't know. My Christmas are not around Christmas. Christmas movies. They are around... Christmas
1: specials. Okay. Like
0: TV yeah, like the TV show, like community Christmas specials are great. Miranda's Christmas specials are great. Doctor Who Christmas specials are great. Um, even the IT crowd Christmas specials, like the office, you know, parks and rec, like the, for some reason, like every time I'm like decorating the tree or like we're cleaning the house for the holidays or whatever, I just put those in the background and it just brings Christmas out or the holidays out. And it's the best my i
1: i actually have not had the luxury of um watching christmas episodes like that well actually no that's not true because bob's burgers has usually has some pretty good christmas episodes and stuff like that um but for me it's usually my go-to christmas movie is um Christmas Tale. yeah no (laughs) (laughs) there's there's, (laughs) i read i read read this twitter post and i felt attacked oh dude (laughs) <laughs> that, that like, there's two types of people in this world people that people that will that will like staunchly defend Die Hard as a Christmas movie and the rest <laughs> of us that don't give a fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't oh <my> <laughs> <laughs> anyways no my my go to Christmas movie will always be um, A Christmas Carol especially the Which one, one? that uh, I was just about to say the one with oh. George C. Scott Annette it's a, It's actually like a made-for-TV movie, but it's the one that I grew up watching, and it's actually like the scariest version of a Christmas Carol that I could think <laughs> of. <laughs> and I and I remember being terrified of it as a kid. And I like. I never want to watch this again. But now I'm like, yes, let's watch a Christmas.
0: Carol. <laughs> I don't think I've seen it. I, I gotta check. It's. I love. Awesome. I love the. I love the story of the Christmas Carol. It's like that
1: version of it is surprisingly spooky. They put a lot of emphasis on scary stuff <laughs> in that one. Like I don't. It's like it's more. It's more like a. It's more like a horror movie. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> Either that or um. Oh, what's another like good Christmas movie? Oh God, it was just Die um, Hard. No. <laughs> oh it was just on the tip of my tongue oh my gosh no not christmas jingle music. all the way oh no I was, um uh, whatever. Elf. no <laughs> you suck <laughs> no um but when it comes to christmas music i can't stand like classic christmas music i have to have like new stuff you know what i'm saying
0: you're such a hipster
1: Yes, I am. I'm sorry. I can't help it.
0: You don't like Feliz Navidad? I think it's in Spanish. I'm I'm offended. <laughs> I can't understand you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. With, when it comes to music, like I, I like the classics, uh, but it, you wouldn't understand this, but Spanish, Venezuelan, gaitas. It's such a lively... Type of music, and it is it's Venezuelan folklore music, I guess you could say. Oh man, it's it has it has so much energy. Leave it, like you know, salsa, merengue, combine those two and multiply it by ten. Hello. Really? Yeah, and it's have, just, it is just it just it reminds. I will. It's, it's it reminds me so much of like my home country and like it just. I remember like walking through the city with my family when we were like gift shopping or whatever and everywhere they were playing that music everywhere and everybody loved it and it was so lively and I just remember the buzzing of the city and like the people around and like the smell of like Ayakas which is like excellent and it was just such a lively place then I came to the States and like they have like Silent Night and like Jingle Bells and I'm like what the hell is this? That's actually kind of funny because
1: you were talking about how you like all this lively music. Naturally and not surprising to anybody that actually knows me. I prefer like the more like down to earth, like oh I would almost dare say like sad <laughs> like Christmas music. It's kinda of, just kinda of like low key. Well I mean like like what's it? Like um the Christmas song by the Ravenettes. Or like, or like, Christmas will break your heart by LCD Sound System. Like those kinds of music, where it's just like, where it's like, take Christmas and just kind of put, uh, not not a negative spin, but just you know, bring it down a little bit. <laughs> you know, not nope. every, not not everything has to be tinsel. You know,
0: nope, that's not how it works. And um, in Venezuela, dude, it's it's so much, it's crazy, it's so intense. Like, you probably heard it actually. If you, I'm pretty sure you came to my house in december at one point and my parents were blasting that out well while cleaning the house or something i'm pretty sure
1: i'm sure they um, were
0: <laughs> yeah but but yeah no that's that's my christmas music it's hard to explain you have to listen to it um guide gaitas, g-a-i-t-a-s if you ever want to like look it up on youtube um you'll find it um but yeah music you like depressive music i like life with music but you know what i don't like what? Saying goodbye to our listeners, no. <laughs> or all ten of them. Speaking we appreciate. Well, we appreciate you regardless.
1: <laughs> you know, I said, I said, speaking of depressing, thinking about ending the show, but then you said all ten of reviewers, and I'm like, no, that works too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you for listening and uh, sticking with us. I uh, hope you guys have a merry Christmas, a happy holiday. Or whatever you celebrate around this time of year, Uh, be uh, with your happy
1: happy Kwanzaa, happy, uh, happy Festivus, Krimbus, whatever you celebrate. All
0: all the things. Be with your family. Be with your um, significant others. Take care of each other. Uh, Tree burn it. Don't burn (laughs) it. That's that's just 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 don't don't sacrifice it. Just throw it away and dispose of it how you're supposed to. Um, Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. Uh, Twitch. Smash an ornament. It's tradition in this house. <laughs> Andrew, I'm trying to finish at the end of the episode. Damn it!
1: <laughs> and... Drink, drink too much yeah. eggnog. <laughs> have, your, have your older uncles shout out racial slurs to the rest of the family.
0: <laughs> yes, if that doesn't happen in any in one of your Christmas uh, get-togethers, then it wasn't really Christmas, was it? Yeah. Is it even Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> but most importantly, keep playing. Keep playing D&D into a year with more sessions and better skills and better dice rolls. Yay. Yay. Hey. <laughs> 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 All right. You guys have a happy holiday. Bye. Bye.